Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. It's already the end of January, like coming up in just like a couple of days, Monday's the last day of January, which is crazy to me. I feel like we just started 2022 um, and like getting this fresh start to a new year and we're already almost a month into it. Um, You know, with one month being down and... 11 more months to come in 2022 I just want to remind you all that you don't need to be hard on yourself if you didn't meet any of the goals you set for yourself this month and encourage you to stay motivated to achieve next month's goals you know just because you didn't reach it this month doesn't mean it's over and you can't go and achieve those goals right you still have 11 more months in this year go and stay motivated go achieve those goals and like become the best version of yourself that you've wanted to become right you've got this like i totally believe in every single one of you um so yeah stay motivated i'm working on doing the same thing because you know i didn't hit all my goals either that's just kind of bound to happen um sometimes and when that does happen you know you gotta remind yourself that it's okay just because you didn't hit it this time doesn't mean you can't hit it in the future. Um, I also want to remind you guys to go order your The Heart of a Perfectionist journal. Um, it's only $8.99. You can order it um, off of Amazon. You can get to the link through my um, blog page. I will post the link in my description so that you don't have any difficulty getting there. Um, and yeah, I already ordered mine and I can't wait to start using it. I'm so excited about it. Um, so yeah, just let me know what you think about it. Um, this week we will be talking about the ways that you can prioritize your mental health in a workplace environment. I just think this is so important to talk about, um, because a lot of people are working, obviously, um, and if you're not working yet, you'll have a job in the future. So um, I think it's such a really important thing to address, um, especially since it can be so hard figuring out how to prioritize your mental health when it feels like you need to prioritize your work. Um, So why is prioritizing your mental health at work so important? Because burnout is a real thing, Um, it's a very real thing, and a lot of Americans and people across the world in general experience burnout um, either often or almost every single day, and it can be very stressful and anxiety-inducing, and can lead to things such as decreased productivity and performance, decreased engagement in your work, um, poor communication between your coworkers, decreased physical capability and functioning, um, as well as poor decision making, and these are just to name a few. Um, and so, you know, making sure that you are maintaining your mental health in a healthy way 
when you're at work and also when you're not at work so that you can be prepared for the work day, right? Um, is really important for you individually to make sure that you are able to, you know, complete the work that you need to get done and feel like you're able to do it in a productive way, but then also for, you know, your work place as well because if you're not able to complete the things by a certain deadline or you're falling behind or stuff like that you know it can often impact a lot of other people around you because they may feel like um, you're putting stress on them to um, get something done in a short amount of time or, or stuff like that right so Some ways that you can prioritize your mental health, I'm going to talk about just a couple of them, but obviously there's a lot of different ways you can do this, and I encourage you to do some research and find something that works well for you. Um, I think the things I'm going to talk about today um, can generally apply to everyone, Um, and you know, I think everyone can use them, but I think that there are other things out there that maybe more individual and you might need to do things uh, outside of work or stuff like that that will help you prioritize your mental health. Um, So the first thing I have is getting to know your coworkers. I know this kind of seems like a obvious thing maybe um, or kind of a silly simple thing you you just expect, right? Um, but sometimes it can kind of get passed by and you kind of forget to like get to know your coworkers and have conversations with them and you just kind of only talk about work, right? Um, this is really important to building positive relationships that can promote a positive workplace environment, which is really beneficial to kind of making you feel welcomed and belonged in that environment and then also kind of making you feel like you're in a good place where you want to go to work every day where you want to engage with those people and see those people and so going to work isn't so hard because you get to go and be with people who promote that positive environment and who you have positive relationships with and also engaging in small talk with your coworkers can serve as small little mini breaks in your day to kind of just like give you a chance to breathe for a second and take your mind off of work um, just for a few minutes um, and kind of remind you that you don't have to only think about work, right? Um, The second thing I have is setting boundaries and I think this is so, so important in your life in general, not just at work, but I'm going to apply it to the workplace um, for this episode. Um, and you know, this is especially so important during the pandemic with so many people working from home and, you know, it can just make it really difficult to kind of know your boundary between your work life and your home life, right? Um, are, are you at work? Are you at home? What, what is it? It just kind of becomes very muddled, right? Um, so I think... A really big thing with this is learning how to unplug, right? Being able to step away from your work-related electronics and um, your email and your any phone calls and stuff like that um, when you're outside of work 
and then making sure that you don't integrate your work email and stuff like that onto your um, like personal phone and your personal laptop, right? So you're not tempted to check it when you're not at work or in your work hours, right? Um, another thing with this is just setting specific evening hours dedicated to focusing on family or personal time, right? So maybe you're like, okay, five o'clock hits, that's when I'm done with work. And if you're working at home, you get to kind of just like leave your work area space and go into maybe your living room where your family is or where somewhere you like to spend some personal time or whatever and kind of just um, relax and recuperate from the day um, and kind of focus on something outside of work, right? Um, or if you're at work, then like if you go to a place outside of your home for work is what I mean, um, and you set that time, 5 p.m., okay, 5 p.m. hits, then I'm leaving the office, right, or wherever you work. I'm leaving and I'm going home or somewhere, maybe out to eat with friends or whatever, something that kind of is going to help you just take your mind off of things, recuperate, relax, whatever it may be, right? Um, and another thing is learning when and how to delegate tasks and responsibilities. This is really, really important because um, you don't want to take on too much responsibility where you feel like you have to work through the night um, and not get any of that family or personal time, right? And going along with this, you know, it's important to learn to say no to certain projects um, or responsibilities um, and letting your um, employer know that like this is too much I have too much on my plate um, I think a really good way to handle this because I know it can be really hard to say no because you're like well this is my job I'm supposed to be able to do this right but there becomes a point when it's too much for people um, and so Instead of just saying, like, no, I won't do that, you can be like, okay, well, this is what I have on my plate right now, right? This, 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 and this, right? And at the moment, that's what I can handle with. So if you want me to take on this other responsibility, what are you okay with me dropping from this list so that I can manage um, completing everything in an appropriate amount of time, right? Um, so just setting those boundaries so that you know okay I have a work life but I also have a family and a personal life that I can enjoy with my family and friends or by myself or whatever I have things outside of work that I enjoy doing and it's important to step away from your work environment in order to engage with those things and make you feel happy and good um, instead of just always being kind of in this work mentality, right? Um, the third thing I have on my list is take your lunch break. This is like one of the biggest things for me, which is um, kind of funny just because I know like when I go to work, I know there are people who um, they'll take their lunch break, but they'll work on their lunch break or something like that. And I've just always been like so like, being on I'm I have my lunch break I'm taking my lunch break I'm not doing work on my lunch break 
Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people who feel guilty for taking lunch breaks um, and stepping away from their work in the middle of a work day. Um, and they just won't take their break or they will work on their break, right? Which is essentially not taking your break because right? you're working. Um, and this is especially true for women. More women are likely to not take their break than men. Um, and I haven't done the research into why that is, but I think, you know, just with gender stereotypes and um, perceived gender roles in society, I think it kind of can be a little um, explanational. So um, if you want to look into that, you definitely can. Um, but I want to just tell you, like, your job is this is just that. It's a job. Um, it's not your life. It's not the center of your focus, right? Um, it's a job. So you should give yourself the 30 minutes to an hour lunch break in your workday that you earned and you deserve so you can clear your mind, so you can like re-energize, give yourself some nutrients by eating some food, kind of sit down, relax a little bit, or maybe if you sit during the day, you can go on a walk around your building or something like that. Allow yourself to kind of take that amount of time to just step away from your work for a little bit um, and just, like you said, clear your mind. Um, you know, work can be stressful, especially if you do something that is more high stress. Um, and being able to have that time where you can just sit back, clear your mind, and just listen to music, eat some food, sit down, or go for a walk, or whatever it may be, read a book maybe, um, play a game on your phone, look on social media, whatever makes you feel good, um, is really important. And um, studies actually have shown that people who take their lunch break um, actually have increased productivity and creativity and um, decreased stress in their workday. Um, so taking your lunch break is super beneficial um, and that small amount of work that you think you're going to get done during that lunch break period probably could be done at a different time and um, in a more productive way where you're not depleting your energy and kind of going off of this my fourth um, point is to use your vacation time this one is especially important um, a survey done in 2018 showed that nearly 800 million vacation days went unused by Americans and that number only keeps increasing every year um, and thinking about that number, that is a lot of vacation days that people aren't using. And it's kind of crazy to me because, you know, you've earned those vacation days, right? Um, so just kind of restating what I said a little bit ago, your work is not your whole life. You have things outside of that and, you know, you're being provided these vacation days that you have earned so that you can step away from work for a little bit because everyone needs that once in a while right you you have earned these vacation days and you deserve them and I want you to know that because again people can feel 
guilty for going on vacation and missing out on multiple days of work. Um, and I know that it's hard to not feel that way, but you don't need to feel that way. You're, you're being provided these days for a reason. They wouldn't give them to you if they didn't think you should have them. Um, and you should not feel guilty about it. Like being able to step away from work and take a week off and go travel or just spend time with family or whatever you use your vacation days for is so important to allow you to just recharge, right? Get your energy back because work can deplete your energy really easily and just enjoy things outside of work, right? Work is not your life. Um, and it can be really hard to find the things you enjoy when all you do is focus on work. So take some time, go do an activity or go to a country or whatever you've always wanted to do. And like just enjoy those little things that, you know, aren't work, but are things that you like. And those are things that help increase your feeling of happiness in your life. Um, so I guess work is important. Um, it's important to get your work done um, because that is your source of income usually. Um, but it's important to set those boundaries and recognize when you don't need to continue the work in a work day or whatever, right? If you're getting paid for an eight hour a day job, then going past eight, eight hours is not necessary because you're getting paid for those eight hours and outside of that, it's overtime that you're not getting paid for. And that is time that you could be using to spend with your family or do things that you enjoy and stuff like that. So just recognizing that if the things that are being put on your plate can't be done within the amount of hours you're expected to work, then you have been given too much and you need to either have a conversation with your employer or find ways to work with other people so that the things can still get done, but that you're not using your personal time to get those things done, right? Um, I know, again, that it can be really hard in society. There's that expectation that you're just going to work, 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 right? But um, I want to just challenge you to push yourself outside of that mindset and recognize your value as a person and that your time is valuable. And so there should be, you know, set times for that you have for yourself and for your family and for your friends and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, if you learned anything new, please go share it with a friend. And as always, have a great weekend. And I look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast.